you know, in the in the season, the season that we're in right now is a, is a is a celebration tomorrow of Halloween, and uh, it's not something I necessarily celebrate, but a lot of people celebrate it. Um, and when you think of the, you know, the, the origin of Halloween, if you don't know, it's pretty dark. We can guess that when you're dressing up as devils and witches and uh, all kinds of dark things, you know. That's, that's kind of the source, source of that thing. And we're, I'm not here preaching a sermon on Halloween, so don't get too nervous uh, on whether you shouldn't go trick-or-treating or you should or you shouldn't let your kids do this or you shouldn't let, you know. I'm, I'm trusting the Holy Spirit to speak to you one way or the other and to lead you. But, uh, you know, when I, when I was growing up, my parents were real conservative. I know you're shocked that my mom was conservative, those of you that know my mom. Uh, I never went trick-or-treating one time. Not, not once. Not one single time. And in fact, I never even wanted to. As a kid, I was like, they said, hey, we're not going to participate in that. Here's why. Um, and I'm not telling you whether to do that or not. This is not the point. The point of the message is, is, to, show, is to illustrate something. So I kind of grew up, you know, we, we, I'd hand out candy at the door as a kid, you know. Wouldn't get any of it, but got to hand it out. Got to learn the, the value of giving, I guess, you could say. And, uh, you know, there's, there's sometimes, though, I remember one, one specific Halloween, and, and it was on a Monday night. So I don't know if this was brought to my attention just because Halloween's on Monday this year. And the reason I know it was on Monday night was because Monday night football was on. Okay, you know, I don't remember who was playing. This is in the 80s, uh, for those of you that existed during that time. Um, some of you were not around. The 80s was a wonderful decade um, with lots of great music and some amazing TV shows. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, was, it was in the 80s, and so, you know, Monday Night Football was on. And so my mom said, okay, this year we're, we're, we're not even, even going to hand out anything. It, it, we're going we're gonna to shut off all the lights in our house. And we're going to go in the back room. And we're going to have all the porch lights off. And we're going to sit. And we're going to watch Monday Night Football. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's fine with me. <laughs> no problem there. But, uh, you know, it was kind of like, you know, okay, we're not, we're, we don't want anything to do with any of that. We're just going to hide ourselves out. And, you know, I think sometimes when, when there's darkness all around us, there can be a temptation to do that same thing in our lives. We just go, you know what, I'm just going to go in my room and I'm just going to hide out. I'm just going to shut the blinds of my life, of my heart, and I'm just going to go off and there's going to be nobody's going to be knocking on the door of my life and I'm going to get by myself and we're, we're shut, I'm shutting myself out because I don't want to get hurt. I don't want something to happen. You know, the world's very dark. Hello. Yes, it is. And, you know, we could just be hiding in the back room watching Monday Night Football. <laughs> and as I look back on that, I'm going, oh, man, we, we, miss, we miss so many opportunities. Because we were so afraid of the darkness that we forgot who we were. So Matthew 5 says this. This is Jesus talking. Holy Spirit, open the scriptures as we read them. And he's talking to us. Jesus was talking to them, but he's talking to us. If you're a child of God, if you've 
given your life to Jesus, He's talking to you right now. He says, you're the salt of the earth, but if salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bull. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. So it told us something about our nature in that. It, said, it, didn't, say, it didn't say you have to become something. Did you notice that? It said, you are this. Because there's a difference between becoming something and then something that you already are. And so Jesus says, you already are the light of the world. You don't have to work yourself up to get brighter. You don't have to shine yourself up. You don't have to get polished or whatever that would shine up metal. You, you are the light of the world. And Jesus also said he was the light of the world. In John 9, it said, Jesus says, hey, while I am in the world, I am the light of the world. But Jesus, Jesus could still be here, by the way, on earth. He didn't have to go back. So he decided it was better for him to leave. And rather than just one light in one place, he says, I want lots of lights in lots of places because there's a lot of darkness. And so, you know, the celebration of Halloween just kind of celebrates there's already the darkness there. It doesn't just come out in October and like, woo, suddenly it's dressing up or whatever. The darkness is already there. But Jesus says, hey, you're the light. And it says something, this, this blows my mind right here. This last verse, it says, 16, in the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Can you imagine somebody looking at your life and then they're moved to worship God? Can you imagine that? I mean, that's, that's incredible. They can look at Jacob. Sorry to use you, but you're right here. So they can look at Tommy. Duck! <laughs> can you imagine someone looking at your life and going, Man, because I see you, I've got to worship God. That is awesome. That is, that is powerful. That is like, how can that even happen, God? Don't you know what I look like? He says, yes, you're the light. You're the light. You're the light. Think about light. Light's, light's fascinating because, you know, light is, it exists in the universe. And Jesus, you know, he used this illustration for a reason and he knows all the scientific formulas of light and how fast light can travel. And, uh, but the amazing thing about light is, is, is the nature of light never changes. But the, it's always, light is light. You know, I can, I can turn my light on. Whoop, fantasy football reminder. Um, I can turn my light on. That's what happens when you ha have to play that stuff, right? If I turn this light on, I've got my light on on my cell phone, right? And so if I, if I stick it in this box here, this cajon, we can't see it. But did anything change about the light? Nothing changed. It's just been hidden. It's just been placed in a place where the light cannot do anything. 
The light cannot do anything in the box. And so that's what Jesus is saying. Hey, your light can't stay in the box. It doesn't mean that you're changing anything about yourself. The light's still on. Nothing changed about this light, just with something covering it up. The light's still there, but it's just not shining where anybody can see it. And so Jesus says, hey, look, when it gets darker, don't shout at the darkness. I'm going to turn this off. You know, sometimes there's a lot of us as the people of God, I'm just going to include myself in this, I'm not pointing fingers, that we spend a lot of our time complaining and shouting about the darkness. Uh-oh. My bathroom break, right? <laughs> So, and Jesus said, hey, that's not, that's not what you're called to do. You know, if light wants to inf- make an impact on darkness, what does it do? Show up. Amen. Just be there. Because whenever there's light, the darkness moves away. In fact, you know, darkness is just really the absence of light. It's, it really... It, it does, it's not anything in and of itself. It's just the absence of light. So when I see the world getting darker, what is the answer to the, to the world today? It's the same, the light of the world. One light at a time. You know, there's a, an author named Ted Decker, and I've read some of his, he's a Christian author, and he recently came out with this video, and I, I should have probably thought about showing it, but I don't think ahead, I guess. But, um, you know, in, in it, it, it has this, this girl holding the light, and as she grows up, and she's singing this song, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And so as she grows older, and she begins to sing the song with less enthusiasm and fervor. As a little girl, she's all singing as she, as she gets older, um, it's like she's barely singing it. And then he comes in and goes like this and says, who said your light was little? You know, I'm not saying we shouldn't sing that song in, in kindergarten or whatever, but your light is not little. Your light's not little. Cooper, your light is not little. It's not that I've got just this little thing and hopefully I can hopefully something can happen from my life. No, you're the light of the world. Jesus says, while I'm the world, I'm the light of the world. Now I'm leaving. I'm handing it off to you. You're the light. So when you show up, you can expect the darkness to be affected. It's not affected by us talking about it and yelling about it. It's by us going and being the light. What does it say? They'll see our good deeds. Sometimes it's just simple. It's kindness. It's love. It's a listening ear. It's forgiveness. It's joy. Where I show up with the light. You know, Ephesians says this. Ephesians 5. If you want to turn there, uh, you can. Uh, Ephesians 5 also talks about us as as the light and the darkness. So it's not just Jesus. It's the Apostle Paul. And he says this in 
chapter 5, verse 8, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. For the fruit of light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, for it is light that makes everything visible. This is why it said, Wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. You notice it's the same thing again there. He doesn't say, Be light. He says, Hey, you are light. There is something in our new nature when we become children of God where the light of God is already there shining. We're not talking literal here. We're talking spiritual, right? We all got that. Spiritually, when I show up in a situation, I am the light. If there's darkness there, there can be revelation. What does light do? Sometimes it reveals. It shows what's going on. There's confusion in a situation. I can show up. Why? Because the I am the light in Him, the light of the world Himself, the Spirit of the One who is the light lives in me, so I show up, boom, there's revelation. There can be something that's exposed, good or bad, but it exposes what is really there. You know, when you're walking, I walk around in the dark every Sunday morning to get ready for church. Okay, everybody's asleep. I get here a little bit earlier than, than most of you, just FYI, on Sundays. You know, it's the only day to work, right? Pastor only works on Sunday, right? Um, and so, <laughs> get here early. It's just an old joke. Um, and so, you know, when, I, when I, try to, I try to get out of my house without waking up any of the children, okay? And if you remember having small children, you can understand the value of that, right? You know, it's like, if they're asleep, I better leave them asleep. Because then if I, I'm going to walk out the door and wake them up and say, See you, babe. Have a good time. <laughs> I'll see you in a couple hours. <laughs> and so, you know, if I didn't know my house, when it's dark, I'm not using my cell phone light even, especially my, you know, in my near era Lee, it's just like no sound and no light. Some, I just try to float through the house, like without, you know, no noise, no nothing, and, and get out without waking her up. I actually did it this morning, I think. And, uh, but, but I know my house, and so I, I know what's there. But if, if one of the kids has moved something <laughs> in its improper place, and I have not cleaned it up the night before, I could be in some serious trouble. Because I will, I will assume that the hallway is clear when it's not clear. And that could end up with a very loud noise or a very painful experience because I cannot see where I'm going. And it's great if I know what's there, but the light shines so I can know what's going on. You know, I can know what's in a situation. Some, some people, there's so much darkness in their life, they can't see anything. You're like, how come you can't do this? Well, there's no light there. What they need is the light to come to begin to reveal what's there. Hey, Look at the hallway of your life. We just need, a, we need this cleared out. We need this moved to the side. We need this. This is trash. Let's just get rid of that. Never come back to that here. We need, we need to deal with that. The light reveals it so that someone has a chance to really see what's really there. So when I'm the light, when I show up just as 
you know, I'm, I'm Jesus. Je- I'm the same as Jesus showing up. I didn't say I'm Jesus. I said, Jesus said it's the same. I'm the light, now you're the light. So when you soap in a situation, because Jesus says, because I live in you as a child of the king, there can be light. There can be revelation. Uh, you know, the other thing that happens with light is, is a lot of people are scared of the dark. How many of you are scared of the dark? Okay. Okay, a bunch of liars here. Okay, now. <laughs> How about I make it pitch black in here and see who screams, okay? You know, maybe when you're a kid, you're scared of the dark. Some people are literally, they're, they're scared of the dark. Why? Well, something bad might happen. We don't know what's we don't know what's going on. We can't see what's there. We we don't know. And so there's there's a fear. And so many times what happens is, you know, the light comes in and just it can calm that fear. I can tell you, well, let me tell you one thing. If you show up to this church building late at night and it's all dark, I, I know you're supposed to be th- okay, everybody everything's good here. It's a church building, right? You know, if it's dark in here, you're like I'm turning on the light just in case, you know. <laughs> I need to run up here and come get Ashley's, you know, children's book or we forgot something. And so, you know, it's dark and I'll generally bravely walk through the foyer in the dark sometimes. <laughs> Hopefully those tables have not been moved. <laughs> but you know what? You know, when you're alone in a place that you're not familiar with and it's dark you might get a little bit nervous. And so, if I come alongside someone who's never been in that place before that they're in, and it's looking really dark for them, there's going to be a lot of fear there. And a lot of times, all that needs to happen is for the light to be turned on and say, hey, there's nothing to be afraid of this. There's nothing to be afraid of here. When the light shines, we, we you know, suddenly it's, it's not as scary anymore. And so, we get to come in as the light of the world and remove fear. I don't want to add to the fear of people. Let's, let's be careful about our, our words and our conversations. Are we making people more afraid of the future? Or are we saying, hey, you know what? With Jesus, there's hope for the future. Without Him, you might be scared. But hey, look, with Him, there's hope for the future. You know, it says here also in Ephesians, it's, it's very interesting that it talks about, you know, have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness. You know, it's like, because I don't have to tell myself not to do bad things anymore, not to sin, because when you're light, you instantly recognize that's darkness. And in fact, it's impossible for light and darkness to mix. You can't mix light and darkness together. They don't, they don't. There's no, there's, there's no connection at all with light and darkness. You know, once I turn the light on, the darkness moves to the very, wherever the edge of the light shines. It can only get to where the light is. And so the darkness, you know, there's no mixture that goes on there. And so, yeah, of course my life is different because I follow Jesus. Of course it's different because I'm the light. The light cannot mix with the darkness. I, I, they don't go together. It's, it's physically impossible. It's very, also interesting, though, that uh, only light can travel. And this is a, this is a point from... Uh, if some of you were here on Wednesday night, several weeks ago, we showed a video from a pastor in, uh, in Oregon, a four-square pastor, and he was talking about light. Never thought of this before, but, you know, light moves. Light, you know, travel at the speed of light. 
You know, if I could travel at the speed of light, I could go back in time and make a cool movie or whatever. Um, you know, light moves. Darkness has no motion. Darkness has no movement. And so isn't it amazing that Jesus says to us as followers of him, hey, you're the light. So there's, there's motion. You're, you're going out somewhere. You're, 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 you're on a mission. There's, there's, there's purpose. You know, this spotlight is shining towards a specific place. It lights it up right here because, you know, the light is traveling to that place. So the light is always moving around into the darkness. And so God, in the same way, is speaking to my heart, moving me around, you know, leading me to the right place, having me show up in some really dark places because I'm the light. You're the light. Don't sell yourself short. Well, that's what I, I want to encourage us as our world gets darker, we don't need to go hide in the back room and go, oh my goodness, they're going to take the rights of Christians away. What are we going to do? We better go hide. No, we get to shine. We get to be who we're called to be. We get to show up and be Jesus in a situation. We get to live and and be joyful and kind and full of His grace. We get to spread His love because I have something different to give. You know, our son came home from uh, school this week and they watched some kind of movie on Halloween. So he started asking us all, the, asking all these questions. You know, he's a good church kid. He's grown up in church and we don't normally do the Halloween thing. We did, we've done, you know, we've done some different stuff. But, um, you know, so he starts asking all these questions. He's like, yeah, in the movie they said, you know, that the, it started out because people would, would want to have all these dark masks and, and bad evil-looking things to scare off the evil spirits from coming to their house. And so we begin to talk, and we're like, hey, well, that's, that's, that doesn't work. You know, that's, that's, you know, that's, you know I, I understand that's what this is about, and you can understand why we don't participate in some things of, of Halloween. But, you know, we have the answer. I said the only way to deal with an evil spirit is Jesus, the authority in the name of Jesus. You know, he even asked us, hey, is that real? You know, are there evil spirits? And I said, yes, there are. You know, that, that part's real. <laughs> there's, really, there's really demons running around. The good news is that every demon has to bow to the name of Jesus. And only the people of God, only the people of God on earth right now have been given authority over dark spirits. And so it's for us as the light to confront those things when necessary. We don't go looking. We're not demon hunters. <laughs> We're not looking for a fight. We're not looking for something bad. But I, because of who I am in Christ, have the authority to deal with that. You know, there's people that are being tortured and tormented by all kinds of stuff. And it may not look like a demon on the outside, but it's there. You find someone addicted to drugs, there's demons there. There's, there's activity of the devil there going on. There's a spiritual, not just a physical thing going on there. And they need someone who can lead them to freedom, 
not just physically, that's helpful, but they need someone to lead them to freedom spiritually. How can I get free spiritually? And if the, only the light has the answer for the darkness, only the light gets rid of the darkness. So Jesus is saying, hey, look, you're the light of the world. Paul's saying, look, you're the light of the world. You know, you have authority. Ephesians 6 says, hey, in this world, we're going to come against, you know, who are we fighting against? The authorities, all the principalities, the forces of evil that are at work in our world. How do we fight them? By being the light. By being who we're called to be. By forgiving when I should hold a grudge. That's light. By being patient when I should be really ticked off. (laughs) That's light. By listening instead of judging someone too quickly. I'm the light. By sitting next to someone who's grieving. I'm the light. By reaching out to someone who's trapped in addiction. I'm the light. Because if the light hides itself in the room, there is no hope for the darkness. And so just, just as an, an as a illustration of the season, hey, be light. It's not just tomorrow when it seems like a dark day. Hey, tomorrow is the day the Lord has made. And I choose to rejoice and be glad in it. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. I don't care what the devil's going to do. <laughs> That's an old song. <laughs> you know, I want to be worried about what Jesus is about because he's called me and said, hey, you're light. Now go be light. Go shine. You know, don't stick it inside a box. You're worth more than that. You're valuable. You're valuable as a child of the king. Your, your light is valuable. Your light is needed. It's not like the, the, only the special lights get to go shine. You know, we sometimes, oh, that's, they're really bright. You know, Ronnie Maven's a really bright light, right? Oh, yeah. So we'll just let him do all that. You light it all up, Ronnie. No, 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 no. We need the light of the world lighting up the darkness. Amen? Let, let's stand. Father, we just thank you. and We close this time just to... We thank you for this encouragement from your word, Lord. And we are... We are trusting that what you say is true about us. So we choose to believe that when we show up in a situation, when we're with a friend who needs something, that it looks like it's dark, Lord, that we have the answer because we're the light of the world, that you're in us and that you have made us light, that you have given us wisdom, you've given us understanding, you've given us the love of God, you've given us power, you've given us joy, you've given us peace. Lord, where there's a storm in someone's life, sometimes we just need the peace to come. So... Lord, let us be the peace in the storm. Let us be your hands and feet wherever we go. Lord, and we choose, Lord, we ask you to forgive us where we've just been talking bad about the darkness instead of shining. Lord, we want to do what you've called us to do and be who you've called us to be, and we're the light. And so, Lord, our nation needs light. Help us be, help us be who we're called to be. Help us be who you say we are, Lord. Let us choose to shine. Let us not hide our light under a bowl, Lord. Let us not put our light in a back room, Lord. We choose to shine the light in this world and allow you to do what you, only you can do. In Jesus' name, amen.
Be blessed as you go. If you need prayer, come on up. Sign up for Family Promise on your way out. We'll see you on Wednesday night. Some of my desires ever fall.